0: No more papers left to read. What to do about it? Let's put out the lights and go
1: to sleep. Snoring is easy to laugh at. But not for the snorer. Being the butt of all the jokes. Getting elbows in the ribs. Keeping everyone awake.
2: I'm not permitted to go to bed early because um That can cause problems for uh, my wife. She can't get to sleep with my snoring, and it is very loud.
3: Well, the first time I noticed it was uh, he lying asleep on the couch at home in the evening time. I'd sit looking at television, Ray would suddenly, you'd hear this awful, unmerciful, loud snore. Uh, I turned around once and I said to him, my God, I said, you're snoring. I said, it's very loud. So he went, OK. And then five minutes later, he was gone asleep again and the snoring again. If My mum and dad come over for dinner. So we'd have dinner. And everyone is
4: tired after dinner anyway, so we'd come in and sit down. And within about two minutes... Uh, he'd just be snoring. And you wouldn't be able to hear the telly because of the snoring. So, and there was no, you know, he'd wake up. and we <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two seconds later,
3: asleep. And that's it. And at nighttime then, one night in bed, I think in the early morning I woke up. And I thought, he's very quiet. And all about, I was lying there for about 30 seconds. And then this loud snoring again. It uh, stopped. He Stopped breathing again. Now I know he stopped breathing again and uh, he f- started snoring again. So I thought to myself, this sounds, you know, a bit peculiar that he's actually not breathing and then he's snoring. So
4: I looked it up on the internet and I got loads of websites and I sent them on to him and then hounded him to go to the doctor
1: <laughs> for months. For 54 year old Ray, his snoring is no joke. He doesn't realise that his life is at risk
2: but his wife, Patty, and daughter, Karina do. I wasn't aware that I had a problem or I wasn't even aware of what sleep apnea was. Karina was concerned and it was only just after talking to her that I uh, started to look it up. I, I would say I've been displaying these symptoms now for um, a good few years. I snored, uh, I, but I thought everybody snored. Um, I'm overweight, um, but though recently I've been taking some efforts now to reduce that weight and it's coming down a little bit. Um, I dozed off on the couch, uh, particularly after a meal. Um, I find that I doze on the bus on the way in in the morning and I have to fight sleep at meetings particularly. It can be very uh, embarrassing at a meeting at least ways, I think that people might be looking at me uh, as I'm trying to stay awake and it can be a, a, a fight to stay awake um, and as a result of that then I think my work is uh, could suffer I can't concentrate properly at meetings and I also found that my levels of concentration aren't as high as they used to be and I didn't notice this until I started looking at the website dealing with sleep apnea and looking up some information on it and I found that I matched all the criteria that it was setting out, that I had poor concentration, I couldn't continue um, in dealing with the job from start to finish, um, short, uh, short-term short memory loss. Sometimes I wouldn't even remember what I had started to, to try to do, and I wouldn't uh, be able to concentrate enough to finish it. And uh, it kind of left me feeling a little bit... Um, bewildered, but not knowing what exactly was the problem, or indeed that there was a problem. I just thought that it was just age creeping up on me and that everybody went like that.
1: February 2010. Ray arrives at the sleep apnea unit in St. Joseph's Hospital in Rahimi, Dublin. For the next two nights, his every sleeping moment will be monitored.
5: Raymond, how are you? Are you called Ray or Raymond? Ray. Ray. Louise is my name. I'm one of the staff nurses.
2: Pleased to meet you, Louise. Um, And
5: I'm just going to go through a few bits with you and then I'll hand you over to Thomas, the technician. No. have you ever been here before? No. First time in this hospital?
2: This is the first time, yes. All right.
5: Okay. And you're going to have sleep apnea studies today.
2: Yeah, that's right.
5: What... What brought you about to go and have a consultation with a doctor? What's, what way were you presenting? with Professor
1: Richard Costello sees hundreds of patients every year with one common problem.
0: Sleep apnea is a condition where intermittently people stop breathing during the night, mostly because the throat muscles all close together at uh, the point when you're breathing in. There's a continuum, starts off with snoring, which is just... Uh, a very short closure of the uh, throat muscles they've just bang against each other and then they open up and then that kind of gradually uh, progresses into a condition where the throat muscles when you're breathing in stick and that means that air doesn't get down into the lungs and so with no air going down into the lungs your brain quickly gets a message saying there's a problem here and so you don't quite wake up but you may, your brain gets stimulated and aroused and that means that it doesn't get a good thorough rest at night so you wake up feeling unrefreshed so sleep apnea is a whole group of symptoms snoring it's stopping breathing and it's being tired in the daytime
2: Uh, I've only missed my stop twice I seem to have some kind of inner alarm system that wakes me up just before I get to my bus stop but um, so it's only twice now that it's happened that I've actually nodded off while I've gone past my bus stop but usually it can be a struggle to stay awake on the bus Uh, I can't read on the bus Um, I've tried Sudoku to try and keep concentration going and uh, I don't know how many times I've woken up picking the book up off the floor or the pencil up off the floor or something like that and that can be embarrassing uh, because it's the actual fall of the book that makes the clatter on the floor that wakes me up and um, if, if people are watching you know that can be embarrassing
4: You'd be in the middle of a conversation with him and he's gone. Mm. And you sit there going, hello? (laughs) Was I just talking to you?
2: No, there was one embarrassing one where my uh, prospective (laughs) son-in-law... we were having a conversation and after I asked a question I fell asleep before he could answer or at least I was dozing off before he could answer I hope he'll forgive me but uh, I couldn't help it there was nothing I could do about it
3: he actually bent over a couch one night over Christmas and turned to switch off the plug you know in the socket and he was up on one leg on the couch bending over to Claude and he was asleep yeah Mm. I forgot about that actually that's a a funny place to fall asleep (laughs)
2: It's like as if the system just shuts down, and I, I have to go to sleep. I, I, I have no control over it at all. I know that it's coming, but there's nothing that I can do about it. I can't stay awake for the life of me. I can't prompt myself to to stay awake any longer than than the system is telling me, and uh, I can nod off just for the just for a split second is is all of my take, and then be awake again. But that's enough to do it to lose concentration and and have that lapse. And I'd be extremely concerned if that happened if I were driving. Uh, that's the that that would really frighten me.
5: Were you waiting long for the appointment?
2: No, I wasn't. No. Right.
5: Okay. So, do you know what what Thomas is going to a uh, uh, plan for you? Do you know?
2: I don't know it in detail yet. Okay. I, I, um,
5: I'll just I'll just tell you yeah. briefly what what. And Thomas will give you much. He's he's actually the sleep apnea technician, so he he will come in and give you full explanation. But I'll just I'll just let you know. Um, basically what what he's going to do is um is do a limited sleep study. That's what it's called, and it will basically monitor. It'll be a probe. And um, a fitting that will be applied over your face, and it will it will monitor the level of oxygen that's in your blood while you sleep. So obviously, if you're having these apnea episodes, you know where you stop breathing for 30 seconds, 40 seconds, or however long it is, and then you wake up and you're gasping, the level of oxygen will fall significantly, um, in in your blood yeah. while you're being. And that this is what the test is to show,
0: right? Yeah. And
5: either confirm that you have sleep apnea or you don't okay. and depending on the results then further treatment may be warranted um so that's basically how it's going to work all right yeah. um it's it's not it's non-invasive it's you won't know, no needles no you know it's comfortable you you know you right, sleep yeah. tonight and you'll probably be oblivious do you sleep well
2: i think i do you think you do yeah 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 up, up until i was told about this i thought i did but yeah. uh um i mustn't do
5: yeah yeah it's affecting you're probably tired then the next morning if you're not getting good quality sleep
2: yeah very much so
5: you're not waking up feeling refreshed after a night's sleep okay all right anything you want to ask me or you're not sure of or no
2: the only thing the only thing i have to ask is how long is the bed
5: oh i think the beds do you know i am not 100 percent sure but i think they are about Seven foot long.
3: it. now me. we can yeah.
5: take the bottom off it. Yeah. If you would like me to take the bottom off, yeah, we might. Wheel.
2: Yeah, we might have to do something yeah, well, like how that. Yeah. How tall are you? I'm six three.
5: Six three. Yeah. Well, I can take the end off the bed. Yeah.
2: Yes, that's, that's, All right, that's No yeah. issue. Dream when
1: you're feeling blue. At this stage, Ray doesn't know what the outcome of the sleep study will be. But what are his first impressions arriving at the clinic?
0: Yeah,
2: I didn't know what I thought it would look. Like, what I thought it would look like? Um, it's, uh, it's a room that's about what, five foot wide by about twelve foot long, I think. And there's a fairly high ceiling in it, and there's wooden panel walls. And there's a little wardrobe. Oh, there's a television set. And uh, there's a good view out the window. And it's a typical. Hospital bed Um, Hopefully those pillows are soft (laughs) I was reminded that I could have brought my own pillow and I've never thought of it at all So dream When the day
1: The sleep technician arrives to prepare for tonight's sleep study.
6: That's the chart. I'm just going to get you to do a quick questionnaire. It's based on your your daytime sleepiness. alright yeah. Alright. So you're going to be. So I'm going to ask you a few. I'm I'm going to give you a few different situations. Alright. And you're going to give it a rating uh, from zero to three um, in terms of your chances of falling asleep in that situation. Alright So, for example. If you are sitting and reading, what would your chances of dozing be? It would be, would it be a tr- n- never yeah. a slight, moderate, or high chance. It'd be a high chance. High chance, that's yeah. grand. Okay, next one. If you are watching TV, yes, I'll definitely fall asleep. So a high chance. High chance. You say? Yeah. Yep, okay, grand. Um, if you were sitting inactive in a public place, for example, in the theatre or in a meeting,
2: yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, high again,
6: chance. High chance again? Yeah. Grand. Um, if you were a passenger in a car for an hour without a break, I would definitely fall definitely. asleep. Uh, if you were lying down to rest in the afternoon, when circumstances permit, or
2: even not lying down, there's a high chance. Seriously? Yes. Oh, All yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you were sitting and talking to someone, I've been known to do
6: that. I've been known to. So yes. probably, not chance, uh, probably not a high chance, but probably not a high
2: yeah. chance, but there's a good chance. What's a, So uh, say moderate, moderate chance.
6: Yeah. So it's a moderate chance, for honestly, Grant. Uh, if you're sitting quietly after a lunch without alcohol yes there's a high chance high chance yeah. okay great and last one um, if you were in in a car while we'll stopped for a few minutes in traffic yes there's, a, there's, there. a, mo- there's a moderate, moderate chance, chance yes. moderate chance that's
2: great perfect that's you okay
6: alright thank you Grant.
2: Uh, they have everything <laughs> they have everything I do uh, I was just thinking about the public place even Sitting down with the shopping trolley outside Dunn's i've fallen asleep as well, so it's uh, it's something that i'd like to get sorted out i didn 't realize that there was something that could be done about it, and i'm kind of looking forward to it um, being able to lead a normal life I, I hope again you know that i don't fall asleep at the least opportunity
0: soon you 'll find handy dreams and such on your mind if you eat too much I want mine go to sleep my sleepy head so one of the commonest problems that people with sleep apnea have is road traffic accidents or near misses in road traffic when they're driving on a say on a busy congested evening and the heater is on in the car and they tend to nod off at the lights or they lose concentration and cross the the midline of the of the road uh, sadly quite a lot of the people who have sleep apnea and have vehicle accidents um, never wake up because they're they're killed in the road traffic accidents and there's very good evidence that quite a number of people who have road traffic accidents fatal road traffic accidents fell asleep with the wheel from sleep apnea and my soul to keep time for bed go to sleep my sleepy head. okay i'm
6: just going to get you set up for the,
0: the sleep
6: study okay um now sleep study it's, it's, it's fairly simple because um, the way it will work is I'll get you to put everything on yourself tonight when you're going to bed All right. and if you do need a hand later on just buzz one when i see can come okay, in yeah. and help you with it now this is a monitor here so this is just going to be placed on your on your chest so what you do here is this in the center of your chest this will obviously go over like your pajama top or your t-shirt or whatever goes over it yeah yep just over yeah. the top and you put your arm through the gap there yeah that comes over your shoulder and you just bring it right round your back.
1: In a few hours' time, Ray will be tucked up in bed with his soft pillow, crisp and sheets right and equipment so that will record his every move.
6: Yeah. Alright. Well, that's not too tight, is it? No, that feels it's okay. okay. Yeah. It does have to be fairly tight. because um, this one's gonna kinda of monitor your chest movement yeah. as you're kinda of sleeping. Alright. Um now there's another one.
0: The typical patient with sleep apnea is that there isn't a typical patient. The textbooks might say that the typical sleep apnea patient is a middle-aged man who's put on a bit of weight, whose collar size has gone over 17, and he himself feels that he's got a bit sluggish and his wife is certainly complaining about uh, snoring. That would be the, probably the textbook typical, but I have never ceased to be amazed at the, the variations.
1: The Irish Sleep Apnea Trust estimate that up to 100,000 people in Ireland could have sleep apnea. Yet only around 10,000 people have been diagnosed.
0: I can think of lots of areas where people would be very interested and, and frankly quite frightened to know that, that the, peop- the people have sleep apnea. I've, I've known several uh, drivers of trains to have had sleep apnea, quite high levels of sleep apnea. I've known several Uh, commercial drivers um, to have sleep apnea. In fact the worst case of sleep apnea that I ever saw was in a man who who drove a lorry on the M1 from Belfast to Dublin every day and he stopped breathing 120 times an hour um, which is an extraordinarily high level of sleep apnea. Um, I've seen it in air traffic controllers and um, in other commercial drivers, taxi drivers etc. So that's um, people who themselves are suffering but also are putting others at risk by having their sleep apnea not deliberately most definitely not deliberately and in fact they were the ones who were identified and came to see us and we were able to sort them out it's the folks who don't know about it that that you'd be more worried about so there's a huge range of people and one thing that i certainly never ceases to amaze me at my clinic the, the differences in the ranges and shapes and sizes and age of the people who have sleep apnea and if you box people into believing that one you know the typical cases and like I said the middle aged overweight man then you're really doing a disservice to the others who might have the condition so if the symptoms are there if you're snoring if you're stopping breathing at night and you're tired in the daytime this is something worth getting checked at
6: you yeah. place. all right and that's basically it now the way you're kind of wearing it just now is how you wear it in bed yeah. um, so there's nothing to be plugged in um, it's all going to be wireless yeah. um, it'll kind of be transmitted wireless to the, the PCs uh, next door um, so if you need to go for the toilet or anything just get up out of bed and go it's, to the toilet it's
2: um, a lot simpler than I thought it was going to be I had visions of uh, 10 wires stuck to me and cabled up to something that I'd have to walk around with all the time but this is quite simple it's just a chest harness with a monitor on the chest and um, what feeds into that is a uh, an air uh, hose that's run up by my nose now I just have to uh, wait and see and go to sleep tonight and see how everything measures up and whether um, the real telling thing will be to find out whether the oxygen level remains up in the blood while I'm, while I'm asleep and if it doesn't it'll indicate that there's something wrong with the, the breathing as I sleep that'll highlight it um, hopefully it'll show up something or other that we can Um, put something to write
1: at 11 o'clock it's bedtime for Ray it takes him over an hour to get to sleep now it's time to watch and wait
0: sleep warm
1: sleep tight (coughs) when
0: Well, my love.
1: Rest your head One AM and Ray starts snoring. But the question remains is his sleep pattern normal? 2 a.m. and the pattern begins to change. Within minutes, Ray stops breathing. Thirty-three seconds later, and Ray finally starts breathing again. This is a pattern that continues for the rest of the night. <coughs> Nine a.m., and it's time to get up.
0: Morning, Ray. Right. Morning.
6: How did you go on? Uh, How did you go on? I don't
2: know. <laughs> Did you sleep? I slept yeah, and yeah. I woke up a few times during the night for
6: a toilet break Three, well. Okay. Yeah. That's so was it can I, a normal night's sleep you
2: had, or? Yeah, it'd be a normal night's sleep for a, me. Uh, yeah, with yeah. Uh, just the, the strangeness of the surroundings yeah, yeah. added in.
6: Um, well, that's great. Um, that's pretty much it till we start
2: filming. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, Ray is free to go home for the morning and will return this afternoon for his results.
6: Okay. Right. So first of all. Um, the sleep study you had last night, then it was actually positive for sleep apnea. Um, and I'll just show you the result just now so you've got a clear kind of idea of what's going on. Um, okay, so um, what we're kind of looking at here is how many times on average have you stopped breathing um, when you're sleeping? So we're looking at terms of how many times per hour it's happening. Um, and from your result last night it's telling us that you're stopping breathing on average 26.1 times per hour alright which is a significant amount alright yeah. um, what it's also telling us is um, that you were snoring around 31% over a night um, okay. which again is a significant amount
2: what kind of distress does that cause on the system
6: um, several different things obviously um, because you're not getting oxygen into your blood your heart has to kind of pump more it has to work harder. Okay. Um, so that in itself can cause like raised blood pressure, um, which obviously really leads to kind of factors like such as uh, an increased risk of stroke, um, heart disease, um, diabetes, loads of different conditions. All oh, right. Nice.
2: Um, that's very serious. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't aware of the level of distress that it actually yeah, caused. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's, that this is major, major effect yeah. it has in the body. You know, 'Cause you imagine if, if this is happening throughout the night, your your body's kinda of struggling against us. Yeah. Um and that's why you, during the day you're you having all these symptoms.
2: Yeah. The thing about it is you don't know it at the time. Because, <coughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, because I was asleep last night. I woke yeah. up a few times but I wasn't aware that I yeah stopped breathing. So, so what, twenty six times an hour? Yeah. Is it?
6: Yeah, on average, because yeah. what's happening is when you're um when you're sleeping um and you're having an apnea, yeah, um what your body does to kind of combat that, to get you breathing again, is it actually wakes you up, even for a kind of brief couple of seconds. Um, it kind of wakes you up, so it wakes you out of a kind of um, a deep sleep yeah. into a kind of awake or a light stage of sleep. Yeah. Um, and this obviously happens throughout the night, so 26 times per hour on average. So it's stopping you getting into a deep sleep, which 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 is really what your body needs to kind of recover. Yeah. You know when it's sleeping, um, and that's why you're you're getting a kind of sleepiness during the day.
2: Okay, so as mm-hmm. well as the, as the sleepiness during the day, yeah. this thing is trying to kill me at night <laughs> as well. Maybe not yeah. as important as that, but yeah. 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 Now, when, when, I was, um, yeah. when I wasn't breathing during the night, uh-huh. what, was the, what was the longest period I went without, uh, without, without a breath?
6: It actually doesn't tell you on the report the kind of maximum duration that you right, start breathing. Yeah. It gives you an average. Okay, All right? yeah. So on average, um, when you stop breathing, it lasted 34 seconds. 24 seconds yeah. average. Yeah, all right. Which is a which is obviously a lot. Right. Um, yeah. So that gave you a a, cho- a total duration of uh, 6,912 seconds. So whatever that is in, in minutes, it's sounds like a lot anyway. It's a lot of minutes. <laughs> isn't yeah, 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 it is. Um, and in total, this this uh, you stop breathing 204 times. All right, yeah. um, and that's how we worked out the your uh, average index per hour.
2: Yeah. All right. And, and that's and all that pressure that that's putting on the exactly on the exactly. heart.
6: So you can imagine if you're you know you're stopping breathing all yeah. that time, you know, it does have an accumulative
2: effect. You know. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. Six thousand seconds. Six thousand nine hundred seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You work that out. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's, well, that's that's frightening. Right. is, not. it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: In Ray's case, out of his eight hours sleep, he goes nearly two hours without breathing. How does he feel about the fact that what seemed like a minor sleep disturbance could potentially be lethal?
2: Um, I feel very peculiar. One, I'm delighted that they found that there was something wrong, you know, from that. The other thing is that I'm, I'm, I'm unhappy that they found that there was something wrong, but at least we can actually deal with it now.
1: There is a straightforward treatment for Ray's condition, although it will take some getting used to. The Continuous Positive Airway Pressure, or CPAP machine, looks like a small clear plastic gas mask which fits over the mouth and nose and is joined by a tube to a small plug-in machine. Tonight, Ray will sleep at the clinic again to try out the mask that will help him breathe normally and get a good
2: night's sleep. This is the second night at the sleep test centre. So I have the continuous pump now. We just want to pump pressurised air in through my nose. Uh, the mask that I have to put on is quite light. It's a little bit cumbersome and it probably takes a little bit of getting used to. And I've been wearing it on and off for this evening just to get used to it. At first, there was a lot of back pressure. Uh, it was almost like blowing your nose. That kind of back pressure that you feel against your ears uh, was there. But I've worn it now for uh, a couple of hours this evening and I must say that I can get used to it. And I'm, I'm looking forward to a good night's sleep, although it may be somewhat disturbed. At least uh, uh, it'll be better than the previous night's sleep. Uh, I hope that it works out now for tonight. I'm going to try now and go to sleep. The pump is very quiet. Once it starts pumping, and it's not pumping at the moment, once I put on the mask, it'll start pumping. And uh, all I'll hear will be just a slight, uh, I suppose I'll just feel the air moving. Uh, as it goes into my nose and as I try to breathe out through it. So I'm going to put it on and see how it feels again. Um, I just find it very difficult to talk when the mask is on my nose. The mask is on now. That just takes a minute or two to get used to. So here goes nothing. Good night. And hopefully I'll have a better night's sleep than last night.
1: Ray leaves the sleep unit at St. Joseph's, ready for a brand new start. Three months on, I'm back with Ray and his family to see
3: how he's been getting on. So what does Patty make of it all? I don't mind the noise of the machine, because it's not really that noisy, but he sometimes when he opens his mouth, it's like the air is just constantly flowing, so it makes me very uncomfortable because I'm there and I'm feeling like I need to breathe because hes it's all just flowing at one level and he can still snore a little bit through the machine.
2: She didn't like the look of it at all at first. This big mask and a tube hanging out. And um, she thought I looked like somebody that was kind of going to have an expedition on the moon or something like that. And but she's I th- she she's given out to me when I have my mouth
3: open and the air leaks out. And sometimes he talks in his sleep and it's like um, talking in, with the bubbles in your mouth. <laughs> That's very, very funny. But... Um,
2: the machine is so quiet uh, that I don't even know that it's pumping I don't feel any air pressure of the air coming in or anything but it's happening um, it's not it's not an encumbrance if you like it's not causing me any difficulty uh, I, I think maybe I've got used to it you know maybe it's my permanent bed partner I don't know
3: <laughs> I suppose he finds it's working because he's getting more sleep He's he's more alert he's more awake you know so it is working, even though he's still snoring slightly with the machine.
2: Oh, it's a small, but it's a very worthwhile price to pay. That's most effort, because of the benefit that I'm getting from it. Um, there's no way I'd swap. I'd swap it for the way I felt before. Absolutely not.
1: After years of dozing through life, Ray is at last back to normal. The solution was simple. A diagnosis, a mask and a machine. Now he's awake to the world and the change is there for everyone to see. The difference in my dad
4: is something else, like in the last three months.
3: Well, apart from the fact that he can now stay awake and we can drive every... because we've just come back from a trip down to Killarney and he drove the whole way back without stopping, uh, which I before wouldn't... You know, since he was, I don't know, about probably... I can't even remember. Five, six years ago, is it? I've no idea. I, I there's no way when he would have been able to drive that length of time, you know.
2: Oh, there's loads I can do now. <clears throat> and I didn't realise that it would be such a, an about turn.
3: Yeah, Even people have noticed that. You know, They have said to him, God, you look really good. You look really great. And it's not only because he lost so much weight.
2: Well, I've lost, at this stage, three and a half stone. It happened to coincide with the the diagnosis. Uh, and it was something that I was doing independently of it anyway. And then the bonus then is to have it reinforced that, you know, if if weight has been a factor in bringing it about, that if you can get back down to the, the weight you were before you had the apnea problem, before you had the breathing problem, that uh, it, you're, it's likely to go away.
3: That tiredness has gone from his eyes, you know, that from underneath his eyes.
2: Uh, I can undertake um, car journeys without any problem at all uh, whereas before I would be fighting sleep very very soon after after starting a journey sometimes it would be fine but other times I'd, I'd have the difficulty now I have that certainty that I'm okay
4: to me I think he seems more relaxed and content in himself the fact that he's not falling asleep during the day he's he thinks he's not tired during the day he's even talking about thinking of maybe doing a masters because he, he'll he be able to concentrate more mm. because he's not tired so I think he's more content in himself.
2: Concentration levels are up, I can concentrate for longer in at work I can uh, also read a book on the bus without falling asleep half a dozen times and uh, I, I can still go to sleep at night, I can still be tired at the end of the day, that's that's not a problem uh, I, I, I don't have a problem with sleeping with with the mask on or anything like that at all. Being able to stay awake at meetings, in conversation with people, that is something that I haven't been able to do for a long time when I when I put my mind back to it. It's really a long time since I was able to do that.
4: When I come over to visit I actually visit my mum and dad. Or when they came over come over, he doesn't fall asleep. So no. I actually get conversations with both of them. <laughs> instead of just one.
3: Yeah. Mm, it has made a big difference to him, yeah.
1: With Patty and Karina chatting at the kitchen table, Ray is in his usual spot on the couch. But this time, he's awake.
2: Mm. And I can see the difference. I don't know if you can. Yeah. You know, come over here and I don't fall asleep anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we were over in Norrie and Jack's yesterday and I didn't fall asleep once. No, and you I can actually have a conversation
4: with you. Yeah,
2: yeah
0: absolutely,
2: yeah. Noreen was talking about it last night uh, Sky is just, their young one yeah, Sky they, is 8 or something this year. or oh, she
0: nine, 9
2: is she? Nine, 10. I don't I mean, know Sky, she Sky used to think it was a great gas me going over yeah how come Ray's not
3: doing what he normally does was, like yeah. lie out on the couch and snore, snore. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's just what I did you know I just not in sat down nothing personal against him or anything like that I yeah. used to feel awful it's
3: just practicing. Ray's gone again you know so
2: tired Brilliant! No, I know I have it because I can be treated for it, and I have no bother with it anymore. But
4: now, if you fall asleep in someone's house, they're going to think you're just bored. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. That's the That's the downside with No excuse
4: now.